Hello everybody, it is Thursday the 25th of January 2018 and you are listening to episode 182 of the Talking Games podcast. My name is Hugh Parry and today I am with and only with the mighty Matt Wood. Oh, together again. Yep, just G. Just the two of us. Oh, there you go. There I like you go. I like singing every time. Every time it's just me and somebody else, I kind of have to sing that a bit. Two of us recording yes. podcast talking two about games. Two of us riding nowhere. There we go. Bit of a Beatles tease. We will. We will. Yes, we will be segueing into. Yeah. Eighteen-year-old so game. I'm. <laughs> I'm just yeah, but it's a it's a mighty fine one. Yes, I'm. Yes I gotta admit, I'm a little bit disappointed that there's no radical changes in your <laughs> follicular situation. Yeah, yeah. I guess the only thing you can maybe say is that the beard is actually growing up to the mustache, but that's gonna be brought down uh, pretty soon. Good. Yeah, not the mustache, the beard, the mustache <laughs> shower man. Yeah, I was gonna say you might look a bit weird just with a clean shaven top lip. Yeah, nothing else. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah, I'm also not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I don't. There's there's a few things that you'll never see me do with the facial hair, and it's like I'll never ever have a goatee. I'll never ever just because I I I don't know. I've I've done it before, and I'm good. I'm oh, good. I s- <laughs> photos or it didn't happen. Yeah, I, I don't want to look like an evil twin in a soap opera. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, like just like stroking the bottom of it. Yeah, sneaking and like hiding behind a ficus. You know, <laughs> just... uh, that oh, man, I want to see that now. I want to see that. Maybe we. Well, maybe, if ever I go to shade the whole thing, I will. I will. I will keep a temporary goatee just so there can be photographic evidence. Yeah. I'm sure there is out there a picture of me with a stupid goatee. Or we can maybe try and do it as some sort of like slightly outside the rules Movember thing. Yes, yes, exactly. Exactly. Alright, you know, we, we, I'm sure we have listeners that are excellent at the Photoshop. They can wooly willy me. Yes, that would be yeah. amazing. Um, you guys you... had wooly willy over there, right? I know of it, but I don't, I don't okay. know whether we actually had it here, but I know yeah. I know of it, yes. You know, yeah, the bald feller that you put like little pieces of metal on his face. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. And it never looked like anything. Yeah, we had similar things, but they were called, like, fuzzy felts. Oh, okay. And it was cool. just like this. It was exactly what it was. It was just shapes <laughs> in felt that you just Ooh. stuck on stuff. Nice. Um, yeah, it was kind of like my first Velcro type deal. <laughs> um, so, yeah, let's talk about some video games. Um, yeah. As I teased earlier on, um, Matt. Tell us about like I'll, I'll 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 build the story up. So earlier on today, <laughs> um, I text Matt saying, "Have you got anything to talk about on the show?" Because I've only played one game this week, um, and Matt was like, eh, <coughs> "You know, I'm not sure." Yeah. So later on, I put I was like, "Dude, just add something to the <laughs> to the dock, so we've got something to talk about." And I loaded up the dock an hour or two ago, and. Matt came out with a matte gem, and I was just like, "Fucking a, dude, this is awesome!" So, <laughs> tell tell us what what you've added. What are you talking so, to us about? So, I, I've I've been on a Beatles kick lately, a little bit, not nothing like too too extreme, but it's just like you know, I've I've you know, like they're the Beatles, you know, and I think Great I think everyone time. exactly. I think everyone goes through like that stage in their life where there's like a moment of doubt on the Beatles and you're just like a little cynical and all that. But then like when you get to a certain age, you're just like, no, it's deserved. They are the greatest rock band. Like that, if, if not the greatest, the most important, you know, they, they deserve one of those titles, you yes, know, agreed. at the very least. And, you know, I've just been listening to, you know, a lot of Beatles and I thought like, man, you know, like I, I never owned be- I never owned a rock band, you know? So I was thinking, you know, you know, it has to be super cheap, like a rock band set. Like I can imagine I would go to any game store anywhere in the area and I would easily find one for like maybe $30, you know, maybe a little bit more. I had no idea. 
I would, I would have just settled for the guitar. So my first stop, I go to like a Goodwill and I find like Rock Band 1, 2, and uh, I guess it's just 1 and 2 for the PlayStation 3. And that's what I was looking for, for PlayStation 3. And I find that Goodwill for like a buck each and I'm like, oh great, okay, awesome, I'm on to a great start. I go to like a game store and I find Beatles Rock Band for like $4. I'm like, okay, this is all coming together. And so I asked the guys if they have any of the guitars. And they're like, no, nah, man, no, nah, we don't, we carry them, but we don't have any. And so I asked him, like, the, it's, it's a local chain. They have, like, a, about four stores in the area. And they called all their stores, and all of them were like, no, nah, we haven't had a PlayStation 3 rock band controller or a drum set or anything in, in months. And I, I, so I go to a few three, you know, thrift stores and things like that, hoping that I'm going to find something. I can't find them anywhere, man. So I did happen to have a microphone from Def Jam Rapstar. Uh, so I, man, I would love to be in the room with you playing that. You know Dropping who would not like to be in the room with me while I'm doing that? Mara. <laughs> yeah. Why am I not so, surprised? That poor woman. So I come home and I have rock band and all I have is a microphone, which is like the worst of the rock band instruments or the worst of the rock band like. Uh, yeah, accoutrement. Uh, so I, I decide, okay, yeah, I'm just going to play Beatles Rock Band just with a microphone. And uh, that was fun. I, I, you know, it was great. It's, it's, it's a very cool, very pretty game for its time. And it just sucks that uh, I can't hunt down anything. I, 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 went, I went everywhere probably within like a 20-mile radius. And just nothing, 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 nothing. That and so that, that's, that's what I'm on. I'm on the hunt for Rock Band for a PlayStation 3, like controller. And so I go online. I'm trying to like look up, you know, like, uh, can I use like a Guitar Hero controller? Can I use, what, what can I use? And nothing, just nothing. I found a, a bunch of like the, the newer Rock Band and Guitar Hero stuff, like the stuff that came out like last year or a couple of years ago that yeah. clearly didn't sell well because I found them everywhere. Yeah, because Rock that Band 4 kind of like came out and then vanished <coughs> very, yeah. very quickly for PS4. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I did find a, a Beatles set uh, at, at a game store for like 170 bucks, And it was for 360 And I don't even own a 360 So I'm worried that when I do finally track this thing down, because there was a couple, there was a time like two years ago where you couldn't walk into a game store without the game store just begging you to take like you, you sure you don't need like a plastic guitar like and now now it, I, they must have just thrown them all out and i don't i don't know like i've i've noticed that about a few things that like used to be like the guaranteed staples of thrift of thrift stores um or you know consignment stores used to like you could always bank on finding a vcr you could always bank on finding like a crt television and those things were just not there anymore like they finally found the way to get rid of them and decided to just you know scorch the earth of all of that shit and yeah it, it's weird it, yeah for something that is odd because like it's not as if it's a particularly old thing and mm -hmm. it's it's something you can imagine like people when they're clearing out their houses because they're not small things like, sure i've got my beatles rock band guitar sat next to me and it's you know it's a meter long piece of kit. Like, yeah. it's, it's a lump. It um, takes up space. Yeah. So you can imagine people like regularly just going, oh, let's just get rid of this shit. Yeah. And have you tried eBay maybe? I, I have, but like, you know, it's one of those cases of like, it's such a weird thing that like to ship it is going to cost like an extra 10 or something dollars. Yeah, and, that's true. And it's one of those cases of like, it could just be a piece of crap and not work. And then like, I have to felt full of that I, you know like i i did go to one uh kind of like uh used movie used music store record shop kind of thing they also sold used video games and i talked to them about it and they they said for the past couple of years around the holidays they see uh if they do have any rock band stuff that stuff usually goes pretty quickly because for a lot of families i guess you know for the past five six every years rock band's been kind of a thing i guess 10 years um, you know, families like to kind of get together and pretend that they're rock bands, I guess. And so apparently around the holidays, those that are in stock, they're just gone. Mm. So 
I don't know. I'm not saying it, it's time for Rock Band to come back because clearly it wasn't. Um, but I am saying it is surprising that it's actually this difficult to hunt down a Guitar Hero controller or a Rock Band controller. Mm. I thought that it was it was it was very weird because I thought I thought when I woke up that morning and I got that you know idea in my head, I thought, oh, my cup's going to run it over. I'm going to have like my pick of the guitars, you know, like. Yeah. I, I might pick up Eddie Van Halen's guitar from Guitar Hero Van Halen, you know, or something stupid. But like, nah, it, it's it's impossible. So yeah, it's weird. But uh, you know, singing the Beatles songs, those are fun. Hell yes, yeah. I mean, yeah. like for obvious reasons, it's like I I love the rock band games. Like they mm. they're great at what they do. Like for if you get if you've got the whole band kit. Um, especially once they introduce like having like the vocals as well, there's such like damn fun games to play with a group mm-hmm. of people, and they they're fun on your own as well. Sure. Um, but what was not surprising to me, uh, so like I, I you know like there's like fifty something Beatles songs on that on that disc, mm-hmm. uh, and I remember they like released like all the Beatles albums on D- uh, for DLC. Um, uh, I don't think it was all of them. I think, it but was, it was it was like Sergeant Pepper and you know uh, like, Abbey Road, Sergeant yeah. Pepper and Rubber Soul. I think, but those aren't. And I wasn't too surprised, but yeah, that's just not on the market anymore. Uh, I mean, license are probably they probably dried up two years after that game came out. Yeah, and well, so, the right the rights yeah. to Beatles things are always uh, sure. weird. Anyway, you probably yeah. Michael Jackson maybe came back and <laughs> bought them and sold them to somebody again or something. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I think like for obvious reasons, being like the Beatles being my my favorite band. Like um, anyone who knows me knows I absolutely love Bruce Springsteen, but Beatles are even above the Boss. Yeah, in terms of I mean, like my music. I remember when that thing was announced. You know, that was a big deal because not only was like rock band like on the top of the world, but like. The freaking Beatles library is like a video game now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it was a cool, weird thing, but apparently it was a thing of yesteryear. Yeah. Like I, th- like you say, I think for a lot of the rock band games now, um, the rights to to use yeah. a lot of the stuff has gone. But, you know, the stuff they did with that game was was really cool. Like the the sort of locations, the like the videos that had, like... A playing along with it, like the you know sort of classic um, locations throughout sort of like the Beatles history. So there's like um, like obviously Abbey Road Studios. I think there's even like um, like Shea Stadium. Um, mm-hmm. There's like uh, Ed Sullivan yeah, the, Theater and stuff like that. And it's just like, like German, like the little like bar that they played in when they first yeah. started, and, all that and like stuff. the whole yeah. like the rooftop concerts and stuff like that. And it just like yeah. the, and like the the visuals were so like cool as well. Like sometimes it was really trippy, and I think it like um, in terms of the Beatles music, actually like triggered. Um, a bit of a sort of process with the music because I think for that game they had to um like remaster and remix yeah. a lot of the songs. Yeah, so I think th- you're right. They had to get, they had to do a, quite a bit of because that was around the time that it finally became available on like iTunes and digital yeah. for the first time. And so yeah, I think they had to go in and do quite a bit of work. Yeah, and I think I think it was the start of um. Like I think, um, I think it's probably maybe I don't know, maybe three or four years ago they actually re-released all of the Beatles albums, like completely mm-hmm. remastered, top to bottom in stereo, sounded better than they ever have. Um, and I, I think I remember reading an interview with um, Paul McCartney, and they said like the process for doing that with the music was triggered by the work that they they did with the stuff for this this game because they went back to the original master tapes digitized it all and you know just remixed and remastered it from top to bottom and then even as far as like um like they re-released sergeant pepper again last year with and with a completely new mix um 
And I remember seeing again then um, George Martinson, who was a big part of that whole thing, mm-hmm. actually referencing like Beatles rock band as them like learning a lot about remastering the music. So like not just for um, just how crazy it was that the Beatles music was used for yeah. a video game. And then, like, I remember, I remember when that game was coming out. Like, it was like an E three, and like Paul and Ringo and like Yoko and like Olivia Harrison were like they all were like on stage. Like, I guess it was like activate well, harmonics or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's just like this is so weird that like yeah, like this is like such a weird thing that it's like a like like you would you would like like maybe the Grammys or something of like importance, but like it's E three and like I don't know, it's just such a bizarre thing, but. Yeah. Yeah, oh well, that's cool. You know? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a thing, and like, it tri- it 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 triggered like a whole swathe of just rumors about what was coming. Like when they when oh, they, yeah. they were like, "Oh, the doors have been blown off. We're gonna get the Her rock band. We're gonna get yeah. the um, Springsteen rock band. We're gonna get." I remember you know, two rock band was was in the works for a while, but oh, it God. didn't happen. Hey, so, hey, I you know to eat their own, but. <laughs> I, I I would I would not be searching for a rock band set had U2 rock band came out. I will be able to say that much. Likewise, likewise, yes. Um but yeah, that that game like I I told you before we started that and for some reason Mass Effect 2 are the only two <laughs> physical games I have left for my um playstation 3 so i don't know why i saw so a copy of mass effect 2 because i think i have a digital co- digital copy as well yeah but yeah hey ho them's the breaks that's yeah. what happens when you've got a stack of video games things get uh lost in the mix um yeah. so um i haven't been playing a huge amount in terms of variety this week um but one thing i have started playing is a game called Subnautica. Um, and I've recently been watching a lot of um, Jap- Jacksepticeye's um, mm. videos. Because um, I, I really like him. Um, I know Bobby's always sort of said, like, Bobby's a bit of a fan of him. And I, I'd watched some videos of his, but I think recently... Um, like my respect for that guy skyrocketed because in response to the whole Logan Paul thing, which we won't oh, get yeah, into, I bet. yeah, um, he put a video out. It was only about ten minutes long, um, and I think it was just titled like um, "We Should Do Better" or something like that. And he was basically mm. a, a whole like it was a ten minute video of him sitting there saying that you know, as YouTubers with tens of millions of followers i think he's got he himself has like 17 million followers um they have a responsibility to um set a good example and you know spread positivity and um just you know make people people's lives a bit better and entertain them as opposed to doing what logan paul did um and it, you yeah. know, you were saying that the subjects that Logan Paul brought up in his video are ones that people should shy away from. But then there's a right and a wrong <coughs> way to address those subjects. And he was um, very sort of open and honest, saying that like 2017 for him in terms of his mental health was a bad year. And he was saying about like how. Um, you know, people need to be more open and honest about, Mm -hmm. you know, talk about mental health and remove the stigma from it and stuff like that. And I watched the video and I was like, I actually really like this guy. Like he's got like his heart is like really in the right place. And he seems like quite a sweet guy. Sure. Um, And following on from that, he actually did, um, I think it was about seven or eight hour um, live stream. And, he basically was just raising money for um I'm not entirely sure exactly the name of the 
charity, but it was like an American suicide prevention charity. Right. And he set a goal of like raising, I think, I think about a hundred thousand dollars throughout the stream. And I think within two hours of it, he'd already raised like a quarter of a million. Um, and I was just like, this is incredible. Like for him, for someone of that, his stature on that platform to take something as outrightly negative as what Logan Paul did and just mm -hmm. flip it on his head and go, here's something good and use his, um, his standing to, to raise that much money that quickly. So soon after something bad happening was really cool of him. Yeah. Um, but I digress. I mean, it's just a, yeah. It's just a, that's, <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Like, like that, that Logan Paul, I mean, I, I, I know very little. I know he, from what I have seen, he seems to be a complete asshat. Uh -huh. um, you know, that's and that's being generous. He seems like a horrible person. His um, featured video on his YouTube page as of today apparently is still him running around Tokyo, yeah. throwing pokeballs at Japanese people and generally being like culturally really, really and, insensitive. Uh, and like here, here's the thing too. Like you know, a person like that who has generates so much like you know re revenue, you know, like viewers and things like that. Mm -hmm. Like it, it's going to be stuff like that that's going to end up. I mean, YouTube's a bit of it still is a bit of a wild west, and like yeah. nothing is going to put the regulations on you know a YouTube channel or something like that quicker than this kind of just horrible behavior. But this guy that you're telling me about, who's like you know showing you know like just common decency mm -hmm. and actually using you know using the platform uh for for a positive reason i mean it's it, it's just i don't know i i think it's 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 encouraging to see that kind of stuff nowadays yeah. to, and to see someone actually you know use yeah. their platform for something positive and funnily enough i, I completely forgot as well i actually met him um briefly um, he d actually did in the UK um, with two of his friends an arena tour and he came mm -hmm. to Cardiff but I didn't even know about it until I saw him in work and I was just like I walked up to him and I was like aren't you Jacksepticeye and he was like yeah <laughs> I was like what are you doing in Cardiff man he was like oh, I'm doing a show in the in the arena I was like oh really um but by which time I was like, I didn't have any money and I couldn't afford to go. And I, I spoke to him briefly and I was like, oh, you know, I've seen a few of these things. I'm, a, you know, a bit of a fan, but I know people who like really like your stuff. And he was just such a nice guy. And he was just, you know, he spent most of his time talking about like how much he he was enjoying Cardiff and how much he likes Welsh people. And I was just he was just like incredibly personable and yeah just had nice things to say which you know obviously it's a you know it was like a two minute conversation but you know but yeah. it, it's it, it's also you know it's a nice moment of like oh you know a decent person just being a nice yeah. person yeah yeah and he genuinely came across as like um his demeanor in his videos that was how he seemed when i was speaking to him because it's easy for people to sort of like you know, put on a bit oh, yeah. of a facade when they're doing a video, sure. which, is, which is understandable because you know oh, you've yeah, got to yeah. sort of like play up for it. Um, I act nothing like this in real life. I'm yeah, quiet. And exactly. Yeah, cool and, and you don't have a mustache. No, yeah, this thing's fake as shit. <laughs> you just stick it on the wall when you don't yeah. walk up. I, um, I have a mannequin that you know I just <laughs> put it on there. The mat, the mat stash mannequin. I don't want it to wrinkle. Yeah, exactly. yeah, that's fair enough. Um, yeah, no. But anyway, that was a bit of a uh, a sidetrack. Um, so anyway, I saw Jacksepticeye playing a game called Subnautica, um, which is a game um, I think went or came out of um, early access on Steam. Tuesday, yeah, Tuesday. Mm. Um, and it's basically, I think the best way to describe it um, is kind of... It's a survival game, um, kind of like No Man's Sky, but underwater. Um, mm. But you're, 
you're only on on the one planet so the basis of the game is you crash land on this what appears to be just a purely like water covered planet um and you start the game and all you have is your escape pod um and then you just go from there and you have a machine that helps you like fabricate stuff and it you have the ability like the know-how how to make a few things from the start like you you know how to make yourself a knife and stuff like that and then you go from there um and i gotta say uh, like no man's sky i enjoyed mm-hmm. to an extent but i got very bored of it very quick because there was just no sense of direction in it sure um it, it's too big yes it yeah. uh, and there's no it's not pushing you in right any one direction i mean they added stuff to it eventually that made it sort of like you know ushered you in a direction i i wasn't on the show when that thing was a thing but you know like i i from the moment they announced it like it sounded cool that that was a possibility but from a game i was always just like it's too like it's too open it's too open yeah um this game definitely sort of like you have the freedom to like yeah. you have the run of wherever you want to go. You can search wherever you you please. You can head in any direction anytime you want. Um, but it does this really cool thing where I'm guessing they must sort of in the game. It must be like, right, you've been playing for this amount of time. What we're going to do now is you're going to have communication from somebody and it's going to tell you that another life pod has crashed here and we're gonna give you a waypoint for it and you know that will be you can go over there you can find information on what happened to those people um and start piecing together the mystery behind like the events because the your mothership um, is actually sort of like sticking out of the ocean just in flames hmm. um like a, a few thousand meters away from where your pod pod crash lands um so it just does this really good thing of sort of every now and then it'll just go it'll just sort of almost go okay you know go over here and do this thing and you'll get a bit more of a tidbit and um Yesterday and today, I I streamed some of it because um, I was trying a new um, broadcasting software. Um, and earlier on, um, when I was streaming, I got sent to like this waypoint, and I was like, "Okay, I'll go and see what this is." It's an, you know, um, I just got this forty minute countdown come up on hmm. my screen, it's like this dropship's coming in. I was like, "Oh, okay," you know supposedly i'm being rescued rescued and i was from the outfit i was like there's no way this is gonna go you know go well so i get in like i got to the point where i could build this little um like submergible um like a little sub one man sub um so get in that off i go and i sort of come to the surface and i realized that I'm actually like coming to <coughs> some dry land. There's actually an island, mm. and it's just this crazy structure, um, like just bonkers. It looked it looked a bit something out, like something out of Destiny. And yeah, I was just like, what the hell is this? Yeah. So it was about and you just th- stumble upon it, you know? Yeah, and cool. the countdown was at three minutes when I got there. So I was sort of, like running around this little island, and I sort of like walked towards this cave and it was just like this face hugger looking thing like jumping around in it i was like nope fuck that not going in there um so the countdown um got to zero and spoilers if you want to play this game by the way but i'm just trying to give you a a bit of a feel how um like this game like feeds you stuff so the dropship starts coming in um and then all of a sudden this siren starts um going off and when the the sort of pillar of the building starts extending um and then it tilts to sort of like a 45 degree angle and i was like on the stream i was like that looks like it's kind of turned itself into a sort of 
turret. Um, huh, so you awesome. see, you see the dropship coming in, and then all of a sudden, it's just like this green glow comes from this thing, and it just blasts <laughs> it out of the sky. And I was just like, "Yep, <laughs> I awesome. did see that one coming." So yeah, and then it was just like this whole thing of like, then I my I found this little tablet, and I put it in this thing, and the shield dropped, and I got to explore around inside the building, and. Um, just stuff like that and it's it's always sort of like pushing you forward and i'm always learning like new blueprints for stuff so now i've got like a base where i've got like a um uh sort of like a bio biofuel thing because every Mm -hmm. uh, you know you build a base you have to power it um so i've got like one part of my base now where i can i can use it to scan for any materials i need so i'm not no longer having to sort of like hunt for things and a scanner's really cool because you can you start scanning for things and it's got detachable like remote cameras and you could just like control them and drive them to where like wherever it is and then you can they're like marked on the map then so you can just drive to them get out get whatever you need and and go back to your base so i've got like this biofuel thing now so i can catch fish it's a bit gross it's kind of like you put all these fish in it and it just mulches them up and turns them into into power you know as like in real life um yeah it's kind of like um like a mr fusion but a bit more morbid (laughs) Um, yeah. And I'm just having a great There's a fusion that you get to watch as it happens. Yeah, yeah, um, and it's a bit more gory. Um, and I'm having a I'm having a great time with it. Um, That's cool. Like, if you want, if you like that kind of game, and you want something that's got a bit more direction to it um, than things like No Man's Sky, then I highly recommend it. Um, mm-hmm. Like I bought it earlier maybe i think maybe possibly on the weekend um I, th- I think i actually played it for about four hours today i've put about 10 hours into it already um i guess it's a proper time sink um but yeah i'm i'm really impressed with it and for a game that's of that um scale and one that's just out of early access i think it was in early access for a long time like a couple of years like two three years mm. Like, that game runs really, really smoothly. Like, I had a few frame rate drops there, but in terms of bugs, nothing. Like, absolutely no bugs whatsoever, which is impressive. Because when you, you know, when you look at a game like PUBG... Who's this developer? um, The developer is um, Unknown Worlds Entertainment. Mm, Okay. Um, I think eventually it is coming to PS4 and Xbox One as well. Okay. Um, and it was pretty cheap as well. I think I paid about twenty quid for it. So, you know, it's it's very reasonably priced. And I think actually now it's out of um, early access on Steam. I think there's um, a little bit of discount on it. I think there's like two or three pounds off it. So, because um, quite a few games do that, wow. they they drop their price a little bit when they come out. Twenty of people. Access. It's a twenty-people team. Nice. That, that's yeah. yeah that's consider awesome. them. They've uh, they've released three games, about, and they average it looks like about a game every six years or so. Wow, mm. wow. But yeah, like they they've come up with something really impressive for the size for size of the team, and like I said, for the scale of that game, um, it's it runs like a dream, and it looks gorgeous as well. Like some of the creatures in it are crazy. Um, but yeah, I'm having a great time with that. Um, so moving on, um, let's talk about a couple of news items. Um, basically, we've had our first um, controversy in the Overwatch League, which I've been thoroughly enjoying so far. Like I've watched as much as I can, but time difference wise, it's it's not yeah. always convenient for me. Um, but you know, hands off to Blizzard. They've created a like really, really slick, well presented competition in the Overwatch League, and I I think um, after this season and maybe after when they expand it and bring more teams in and make the competition even bigger, it's going to be something um, like really special. I think, but unfortunately, um, a player from the Dallas Fuel. 
um, called XQC um, has been mm. suspended um, until the second stage of the competition um, after a homophobic remark he made um, about an openly gay opposition player. Um, and Is I think Dallas. Yes. Um, wow. So he's been fined $2,000 and suspended four games by the league. And atop that, the uh, Dallas Fuel has suspended him for the remainder of uh, stage one. So I think he misses mm. um, like about seven or eight games, I think. Um, so, yeah, it's just a shame that that has happened. Um, like it's been handled fairly well. And, you know, he's apologized to um, the player um, he's made comments to, um, who's a player called Mooma. But, you know, it would be it would be much more preferable that he wouldn't, you know, wouldn't have said those things. It's like this is this is a guy who's like he's not a young man. He's not. You know, he's old enough to know better, right. and no doubt that these players will have been given a strict code of conduct when, <coughs> when they signed into this league. Because like Blizzard are pretty, you know, pretty on the ball with you know they're trying to push diversity, and you know, although the the Overwatch community is a little bit um, iffy, I suppose you could say at times. Um, but Blizzard themselves are doing their best to sort of, you know, push diversity in their games and so on and so forth. And it's just a shame that this has happened and so soon after the competition has started, not that there's ever a good time for something like this to happen. They certainly don't want to be associated with that kind of behavior. No. Um, So, you know, I'm all for the guy getting a second chance, but like, I've seen a few things of this guy, like Twitter ranting and be Uh... just generally being... Um, Part of the course. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think eyes are going to be on this guy now. Um, so hopefully, he, for his sake, he toes the line. Otherwise, he's going to... Like, why you would even risk something like that? Because let's face <laughs> it, for, for someone of, of his profession, th- that's the job of a lifetime. He's not, you know, it's not going to get any better right. than that. Yeah, if he, yeah, exactly. If he ruins it for himself in, in that way, then he's never going to get, like... Uh, a high notoriety job on another esports team ever again. So, yeah. yeah. So, um, I mean, yeah, I, I can imagine like getting a game, getting a job where you're a professional gamer. It's like, like you should do everything you can to keep that job. Like that is. Yeah, exactly. Like, like imagine like that, like for, you yeah, know, I get it. You got to practice their skill, but you are, you are being paid to play video games. Like, yeah, like play ball. Yeah, and I, I think, like, um, I'm not sure if it was that specific incident, but there was, yeah. um, like, there, there was something around um, one Overwatch League player um, using another player's, like, catchphrase, and that player who uses this, this certain catchphrase, like, mm. f- like, just went off the fucking handle, and it's like, dude, <laughs> it's just a bunch of words <laughs> right. said together. It's like... It's like me walking up to like Stone Cold Steve Austin and going, and that's the bottom line, and him punching me in the face. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, you, it's just like you stole my thing. People are going to think you're me now. Yeah, chill, like, <laughs> chill out. Like you've you've got a job that like people would kill for. Like I, yeah, would, I would absolutely love. Like I would, you know, I would give my right big toe. I wouldn't give any of my limbs um, to like be in that guy's position. Like he don't, don't give the fingers. You need those. No, no. Um, yeah, it would definitely love my arms. But just you know, just respect the fact that like you're so lucky and just do like and act like a decent human being and set an example and enjoy it. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah, like don't get all pissed off. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like they're all there for like they're all there for the same reason. Like I understand it's a sport and people talk smack and stuff like that, yeah. but you know, just have some fun and try and like establish this thing as being something else, like and just not this like horrible jock mentality. 
And I'm 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 jumping to a conclusion here, but if you're the kind of person that has your own catchphrase, uh, you're gonna get some. You're gonna catch shit every once yeah, in a while. Yeah, exactly. So, you you're know, gonna like, catch like, talk for that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I like, mean, you're not Dwayne Johnson, so you're 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 inviting people to you know have a go at your catchphrase. Yeah. So at the very least, you will have mild imitation. Yeah, so. and exactly. And you know, as they say, <laughs> it's the best form of uh, flattery. Exactly. Um, so moving on from that, um, <coughs> and this one is like in terms of um, one of the big consoles making like a big sort of like hey, look at what we're doing, kind of statement. This is a pretty big one. Like, I, like when Bobby told me about this, I was like, dude, that, that's like this, this is a system seller. Like, this is um, Microsoft announcing that the Xbox Game Pass, which is kind of yeah. um, Netflix for video games, if you will, um, will feature Xbox exclusives on the daily launch. So... Games like um, Sea of Thieves, Crackdown, um, and anything and everything that's like an Xbox exclusive will be on that service on the day of launch. And like it's, you know, $10 a month as well, which from my knowledge, uh, it's, it's, it's pretty close to the PlayStation network, uh, uh, format not PlayStation Now. You're not streaming these games. You're no, you're downloading. You're maybe. downloading it. Yeah. yeah. Essentially, yeah, it's that's... kind of like, um, like, <coughs> um, again, it's in a similar way with, with like, okay, like downloading with Netflix is a recent thing, um, mm-hmm. but you you're paying for a right to, I guess, own a copy of that game, um, and like I said to Bobby, I was like, this is something that play. <coughs> PlayStation, like, I I think they're gonna have to react to it because PlayStation now, in my experience, isn't a very good service. In all no. honesty, like like you say, no. you're not though the games that are on PlayStation now, you you're not downloading them, you're streaming them, and unless mm. you've got a very good internet connection, yeah. um, you, <coughs> it's not a very good service. Like I've tried it, and I've got like. 200 megabit internet um yeah like the the internet package i've got is about i think it's like the fastest you can get in the uk and like it doesn't run very like i've tried the trial of it and it doesn't run very well for me like there's input lag and the it just the games don't (coughs) look particularly great i mean they're they're older games anyway. You, you know, you're playing sure. sort of like PlayStation well, yeah, 2 and, and 3 games. And that, that, that factor on top of it, yeah, the older games, you know, they're uh, the reason why they, I mean, this is one of those cases of not many people care to go back and play a game that's, yeah. you know, six there, years old. There are some great or, games on it. Like the selection of games is very good, but it just, sure. uh, it just does not work as a service. And also, yeah, when you consider this Game Pass is ten dollars a month, and I think PlayStation Now is, I think fifteen dollars a month. Um, let me Google that. Um, I just don't, like. Um, I just don't think it's a very comparable thing. Um, let me have a look subscription offer on PlayStation Now. Okay, so PlayStation Now is $9.99 a month. So, yeah, okay, they it's, are... It's just the same price, isn't it? They are on a par price-wise, but for me, that Xbox Game Pass, by far and away, the, the better deal. Well, um, yeah. you if know, you're going to buy Sea of Thieves, you just paid for just paid for six months of Sea of Thieves... As well as everything else, because you get, um, yeah, you know, crack, as I said, Crackdown 3, State of Decay 2, um, there's already a massive, like, library of games, there's a Gears of War 4, there's um, some of the Dead Rising games, there's Fable, you know, it's a, it's a great service, and I just, I, I, I honestly think that that is a, that is a system seller. You could yeah. you, know, you can buy 
You can buy a games console, and for an extra $60, which is the cost of one game, you can play a massive games. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, it's that's a, a big, bold step from Microsoft. Like, I've seen, I've seen some people say it's like a desperation move, but well, I think that's a bit cynical. I think at the very least, it's a... It, it is an appropriate compensation of the fact that they don't have, like, say, the, they don't have, they're not putting out the same amount of content as, say, like, the PlayStation exclusives are. I mean, we're getting way more PlayStation exclusives than we are Xbox exclusives. We have for the past couple yes. of years. So I feel like, you know, if you, and a lot of these services, whether it be like Netflix or Hulu or any other service that you pay for, I mean, a lot of people just get it and stick with it for a while and mm-hmm. you know like i mean i i have hulu right and i pay every month and i know for a fact that there are months that go by that i may watch like two shows or something on it and it's like i didn't get my money's worth but those months where i do marathon a show or something like that i mean i guess i do but it's not like i you know every month i say Oh, okay. I'm gonna not do it this month, and I'll pick it back up next month. You know, it it, just, it seems like it makes sense. Uh, I don't blame Microsoft uh, for for trying this. I don't think it's necessarily. I don't. I don't think it's a desperate move, though. I I, I just uh, it. I don't think Microsoft's desperate. I think it's a very um, <coughs> self-aware move. Like, yeah. I think Microsoft, and I think they've been fairly open about that. They understand that right now in terms of, um, you know, which consoles are in the most houses. They understand that they they are behind the PlayStation 4 right now. And I think this is a very smart move to entice people to buy their system. Like, they're not desperate by any means. Like, Xbox One is, like, a successful console by anybody's sure. measure. And... It has great games, and they've got some... Okay, they haven't got exclusives at the same measure of PlayStation right now, but th- that picture for them is improving. And they also have the PC stuff, and, you know, like... They, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, X, Xbox has... Microsoft has their own little little niche there. Like yeah. They have their own, you know, corner. Exactly. Uh, so, like, yeah. um, I could... Um, like I'm considering getting Sea of Thieves on my PC, um, yeah. and I'll have to get a games, um, an Xbox Live subscription as well. Mm. Um, but it'll mean I can play with Bobby and Justin on when they're playing on their Xbox. So that, you know, it's a it's a pretty cool yeah. service. Um, sadly, PlayStation, uh, PlayStation, the Xbox um, service doesn't cross over to pc because i did look at that i was like hmm i wonder oh really um huh. which if it did that would be very cool sure um, yeah i guess i guess that's i mean that's the way that they're gonna sell boxes there you know yes. they're gonna they, yeah so um, I get it. but yeah like credit to microsoft on that one that's that's a, a big bold step and yeah you know, I, I hope it works out for him um i mean especially as far as media is concerned nowadays like everything's going subscription mm-hmm like music, movies. I mean, everyone has Netflix. Everyone has like Spotify. Everyone has these things. It makes sense that gaming is going to be the next. Yeah, exactly. And you know, who, who knows if it's like a roaring success? It, sure, it could, it could change. You know, it it's not outside the realms of possibility that it could change the whole shape of how games are consumed by people. Um, sure. So, you know. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how it works out. Um, so um, this was announced a few hours ago. Um, Bioware, are, um, it seems like really, really um, pouring and diverting a lot of their resources from um, other games. Um, which they don't really have many on the go right now, according to Kotaku. They have, they still have small teams maintaining Star Wars: The Old Republic, and piecing together the next Dragon Age. Um, mm. But it says the bulk of BioWare's staff in Edmonton and Austin are now on Anthem. Um, 
so the story is basically that whereas Anthem was scheduled for a late 2018, um, I think originally when they announced they said fall 2018 um, release window, they're now saying um, early 2019. Um, mm, okay. Which, like... That's fine. Like games get delayed, <coughs> I don't. That doesn't bother me at all. And uh, given sure. how it's Bioware and the fact that, did you play Mass Effect Andromeda, Matt? No, no, um, no. Yeah, no. it's fine. Avoid it. Um, like, <laughs> I don't. I don't want to rag on a game if people enjoyed it. It's fine, but I found it very. Um, it was just dull in in sure. in my opinion. I so if they're going to spend an extra sort of like five or six months on getting this game right and nailing it, because did, did you see the trailer for Anthem? The yeah. Trailer? And, and, and I mean, here's the thing. I mean, they're letting you, they're letting uh, the players know what nearly a year in advance. They're letting. Uh, yeah. I exactly. mean, I, I've, I've, I've always been okay with delays. It's just when they get to be, I mean, that's the thing, right? I, how many times was like breath of the wild delayed, right? And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, there's a good reason, you know. Like it, mm-hmm. it's fine. If well, it same as the GTA Five. Like, sure, well, that game yeah. was delayed, I think, three times. Um, yeah. Like I said in our Discord chat earlier, and I'm I'm fully expecting at some point for Rockstar to come out and go, yeah, you know, Red Ye- Dead. We, yeah, we, I am too. Yeah, you're, you're gonna have to wait a little bit longer for that. At the very least, I'm I'm not expecting to get that game until November. Like I I just. Yeah. Um yeah. I'll be I'll be surprised if it comes out this year. Like this I hope year, it does. Yeah. Um yeah. but Kotaku are basically speculating that um they expect that Bioware won't be allowed by EA to push the game back further than March twenty nineteen because that's when the company's twenty nineteen fiscal year comes mm. to an end. Um so you know, that's just speculation on their part, but yeah, so um no anthem this year for us. Um which is a oh, shame. Wow. It does look like I I really like that. That video they put out looked really cool, like the trailer for it. Um mm-hmm. but like I said, if they can make it like not just a good game, but an absolutely brilliant game. Um, I think right now they need to sort of they need to put put another game out that kind of like plants a flag and says yeah and you know yeah we can make really good games so um, I'm just hoping that they get it right because like the first three Mass Effect games all right the gameplay was a bit shonky but they were good games Andromeda I think was a bit of a misstep um, so it'll just wait and see on that one um, so right we're gonna go have a quite a long wrap up this evening <laughs> um starting off by um bobby put a tweet out earlier today on our twitter account which by the way is talking underscore games um we are looking for anyone and everyone from all walks of life just if you're interested in being a content creator for us and maybe even a podcast co-host um send us an email at games at talking com, and just explain like explain to us what you'd like to do why you'd like to do it and why why you think you would be a good fit for the team um so get in touch like yeah. even just send us if you've got any questions send us a message on um twitter we've already had a few people asking like what time do we record and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that so if you're interested in getting involved in talking games um and you want to join us and have some good old gaming fun then please get in touch with us um because we want to push this thing further. Um, yeah. Secondly, um, we are now also a humble partner. So um, I don't know if you, if you know what Humble Bundle is, then great. It's a brilliant website. If you don't, Humble Bundle is a website that you can buy PC games through. Uh, but not only that, they have um, 
and the clue is in the name of the site, bundles of um, products. So right now, if you go on Humble Bundle, they have a... Um, they tend to have a Humble Manga Bundle um, regularly, but right now it's, it's an absolutely brilliant one. So it's called the Humble Bundle... Humble Manga Bundle, Attack on Titan Universe. So you can get, I think it's like the first 20 volumes of the mainline Attack on Titan manga, um, and then a load of other stuff. And they have other services, like there's the Humble Monthly, which if you're a PC gamer, I highly recommend. I think it's like... Um, I think for in the UK it's £12 a month. I think it may be about $15 a month. And mm-hmm. you get like... I think last month they gave away, I think it was about $200 of PC games. Um, it's, it's, a, yeah. it's a great service, and it's a really good way of building your Steam li- library um, for next to nothing. Um, so basically what us being a Humble Partner means is, um, so say for Humble Monthly, um, so what I'm going to do every week now is when we put the post for the um, podcast on the Talking Comics website. I'll put the links to each of the bundles on there. So if you click that link and buy via that, so say for example, if you click the link and subscribe to Humble Monthly for that specific thing, um, we will get ten dollars. Um, and then with other things, so if you just buy a PC game through the Humble Humble Bundle store. Um, they have this system where you can put um, a slider. And basically what happens is you can choose how much of your money, because this is the the thing about what Humble Bundle does, which is why I like it so much, is that money goes to charity. So you have a slider mm-hmm. on it where you can choose how much of the money goes to charity, how much of the money goes to us, um, and give more money to charity than us. Because charities need it more than we do, um, so it's just a you know it's just a way of us getting a little bit of money back and sort of at the same time promoting what they do. So um, if you feel so inclined, go on the post for the website uh, for this podcast on the website and click on them and purchase through that. Um, what I'll do every time there's a new bundle, I'll just put a new link in the show notes um, for that. Um, so yeah, that does it for this episode of Talking Games. Um, as I said, you can email us um, at games at talkingcomicbooks dot com. We are at talking underscore games on Twitter. You'll find us on YouTube at youtube dot com slash talking games videos. You can find us on Twitch at twitch dot tv talking games. Um, we're gonna pick. Hopefully, start getting a ish regular back into streaming i've done a couple of streams um the last day or two um so i think we're gonna kind of feel ourselves out a bit and sort of get a bit of a semi-regular schedule going i'm uh yeah i'm gonna say this just so it makes it more of a commitment uh yeah yeah Uh, kelsey and i've been throwing around some ideas and uh it might involve the hideo kojima classic snatcher Nice. So, well, I don't want to go into too excited. There's already a, but, uh, a good yes, reason to uh, throwing around some streaming ideas. Get involved with our Twitch, um, and that will wrap it up for this episode of Talking Games. Um, thank you for joining us, for everybody, and thank you, Matt. Thank you, Hugh. And until next time, <laughs> it's a lot easier. <laughs> be good to one another. <laughs> <laughs>